welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I am Matt. And I'm Ashley. And it's Halloween. We've made it through our 13 days of Halloween, where we talk about uh, every day uh, from the 19th through the 31st, a uh, 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 scary horror thriller film. And joining us uh, for the final time on this year's selections, and for the fifth time in this year's selections, is Grant. Hi, Grant. Hi, guys. Yeah, you can find Grant on Twitter at Hot Dog Cinema, sharing his musings on film and music. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we're, we're capping things off this year, as we have done in several years past, with a movie from the Halloween franchise. Uh, this year, it's Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers. And Grant's going to tell us about it. Right, so Halloween 5. So this was made just, well, almost directly after Halloween 4, which was quite successful. Uh, and Halloween 5 picks up directly after Halloween 4. So at the end of Halloween 4, uh, uh, I guess if you like, a uh, major character in the franchise now, Michael Myers, is um, or was uh, shot into a mine, and then the mine was blown up. And you see this at the beginning of Halloween 5. It sort of shows Halloween 4. Uh, but obviously this was not enough to stop the shape of Michael Myers, who uh, escapes from the mine and is tended to by, well, <laughs> an old man, a hermit, who, who seemingly decides that it's his job to look after Hattonfield's Grace's mass murderer <laughs> and not tell anybody about it. So he looks after Michael Myers for one year. And then one, one year later, on, in the run-up to Halloween, Michael Myers awakens and he goes after his niece, uh, Jamie Lloyd, who's played by Danielle Harris, again, in this film. Um, and the key thing about Halloween 5, which is different to the other movies, is that in this film, his niece, uh, Daniel Harris, has some kind of psychic connection to Michael Myers and is able to communicate with him in some sort of um, out-of-body way. Uh, also returning to this, you've got Donald Pleasance. Uh, he plays Dr. Loomis again, who's uh, definitely after Michael Myers again. And you've got a couple of other actors from Halloween 4 returning as well. Um, leave it there. So I did not much like this movie. <laughs> um, the big problem for me is just characters that I don't care about. Um, I feel like there, you know, there are a few holdovers from Halloween 4 and... Those are the best characters, but um, sadly, they don't last very long. Other than uh, Danielle Harris, who plays Jamie, um, and I think she actually gives a really good performance. She's kind of the highlight for me from this movie. Um, Dr. Loomis, you know, is back yelling at people, and it, it's just kind of tiresome. And uh, yeah, this is definitely not my favorite of the franchise, for sure. Matt, what do you think? This movie is one that I watched back in the day on HBO with my friend Derek. We watched several horror films and loved just, you know, repeatedly. And we loved, you know, knowing all the scenes and laughing along to them. And our favorite sequence in this movie, and and I have to say it's still my favorite sequence uh, upon rewatch, is, okay, so Michael Myers, he kills this dude who happens to be the boyfriend of a... Tina, who I feel like is foisted upon us as <laughs> as the new female heroine, because mm-hmm. the one from the previous movie they kill off. Um, but yeah, Tina's boyfriend is killed, and then starts this sequence where there's a party going on that night, and Michael Myers, after killing Tina's boyfriend, takes his car, 
picks Tina up for the date. And as they're driving to the party, Tina's like, I need cigarettes. And Michael Myers stops off at the convenience store for her to go in and get cigarettes. And he's wearing like a Ronald Reagan. I think it's a Ronald Reagan mask at the time. And I, I, Derek and I just cracked up laughing every time we watched that sequence. And I was just chuckling over it, watching it again. And then it, it, the, the PS de resistance is when I forget. Yeah. Well, yeah. The Jamie's psychic and she knows that Michael's near Tina. So she's, they send the police to the convenience store <laughs> and Michael makes himself scarce. Basically he legs it in his car. Like, uh, and, and so they, they, they can't catch him. And I was like, that's just a chef's kiss to finish that whole <laughs> thing. And unfortunately the rest of the movies is terrible. And, and doesn't, and, and I will say, I mean, I know Michael Myers. In the first movie, he did drive a car. I don't know. He did very briefly dress up in that little sheet to pretend to be a ghost like old girl's boyfriend yes. was. But he dropped that pretense fairly quickly. Yeah. This is a whole different level of just absurdity. But that's why I love it. <laughs> um, but this movie, this movie is just bad. I mean, the characters are bad. Dr. Loomis is terrible. I mean, and one thing, <laughs> one constant I've had about this movie from the get-go is... Just how awful Dr. Loomis is. I get it. He, he's, he's Captain Ahab and Michael Myers is the whale. And that's kind of how it's almost always been. I get that. But in this movie, he is just kind of a, almost a villain himself. I mean, he, his methods he uses to try and capture Michael and the way he treats Jamie. Mm. And I'm like, dude. And, and I know, again, I know that's purposeful. I know that's how they wrote it and that's why he played it. But like, it just, I don't like it. It doesn't work for me. So. Yeah, Jamie has already been traumatized enough, and mm-hmm. he's just adding more to it in his constant yelling at her. I mean, he's verbally and physically abusive to her. <laughs> I'm just like, dude. Um, I mean, we're supposed to ultimately like Dr. Loomis. And I mean, honestly, I don't like Dr. Loomis in this movie. Uh, but I don't know. Grant, are we being too harsh on this? <laughs> uh, well, so I'm not sure how objective I can be about Halloween 5, because this is <laughs> this is a film that I watched... Um, you know, when I, I sort of fell in love with the Halloween franchise. Um, and it's got a special place in my heart. I agree with you on, I mean, w- one of the worst things is, one of the best things about Halloween 4 was the character of Rachel. Yes. Right? Yeah. And they decided in Halloween 5, the best thing they can do is kill her quite quickly, actually. <laughs> um, and that really doesn't work because they replace her with Tina, who <laughs> I think is universally panned. Um I, I will disagree with you, Matt, on the Dr. Loomis point. I do like the way they wrote, they wrote him in this film, although I've, I gather that Donald Pleasance didn't. He was very much of your opinion that Donald that Dr. Loomis wouldn't have changed sort of um, into this almost mean-spirited, um, as you say, he's almost a villain. Uh, but I quite, I quite like that, and I think that one of the best sequences in the franchise, actually, for me... And this will probably get me shot in some um, <laughs> conventions. Is when Doctor Loomis and Michael are in. Well, it's the it's it's called the Myers House, but I mean Halloween Five's version of where Michael Myers lived is nothing like where he lived in the other film. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like this sort of like Disney haunted house mansion, right, with all these different floors yeah. and gothic facades. Anyway, um, there's a I think there's a good scene in where. Dr. Loomis is like t- almost talking um, Michael Myers down. Um, and then towards the end, yeah, he uses um, 
Daniel Harris as, as bait. Um, and that's quite mean, mean-spirited. Uh, I also like the... Uh, well, there's, there's two things I want to mention that are good, and then there's two things I want to mention that I really dislike. Uh, so the, the two positives that I like, I like the look of the film. I think the, the photography in this film is better than in Halloween 4. Um, the, what, most of the film looks like... It looks more European than American to me. Mm. There's quite a good use of like light and dark particularly um, uh, in the scenes in the woods uh, towards the end of the movie and uh, in, in, in the barn. Uh, and then the, the other thing I like about, about, about the movie is it reminds me, and again, this will probably get me shot for a second time at a convention. Um, it reminds me quite a lot of Halloween 1. In Michael Myers does quite a lot of stalking of teenagers Mm. just for this kind of sake of it rather than going directly after um, Jamie uh, Jamie Lloyd or Danielle Harrison's character uh, and I think that that fits into the sort of Michael Myers playful killer type um, uh, version of him that the Halloween one was very good at um, whereas in Halloween 4 it seems much more mechanical that he's just after you know, Daniel Harris um, and then two really well, they're, they're so bad, they're funny, but I mean, they're, they're just terrible. The, the accidental or the incidental music that accompanies the two cops oh, yeah. in this yeah. film is as if somebody's put it in as a joke. Yeah. There's like some sort of circus music that plays whenever <laughs> the two cops are on screen. And I mean, you kind of think, <laughs> who thought that was a good idea? <laughs> it's disastrous. <laughs> And then, obviously, the second thing is the ridiculous man in black nonsense. Mm-hmm. This guy just turns up to rescue Michael Myers at the end of the film, you know, gets off a bus. He's got cowboy, looks like cowboy boots, black coat. He looks a bit like Johnny Cash. Um, and I, I, we know from uh, the directors that, or the director that they hadn't worked out who that character was when they put him in the film. Um and I think you can sense that the film feels very rushed mm-hmm. and they were kind of left. Well, well, we'll work out who this man in black is in the next movie. And you kind of think that's a pretty shoddy approach to filmmaking. <laughs> You're going to work out who this character is in the next film. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's terrible filmmaking. I mean, that's almost like if they were going to make it like a new star Wars trilogy and didn't have anything planned out. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm struggling to think of, um, scenes that I actually liked. <laughs> there, there is a there is a sequence where uh, where Jamie is like in a laundry chute or something. Mm-hmm. I thought that was it was okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I did. I agree with you. The, the barn scene is is well photographed. Um, yeah. I, what's up with this mask in this one? It looks it looks wrong. I mean, mm-hmm. one of the things about the original film is that I don't know the mask was was terrifying and um you know that blank facade and i don't know here it just looks ridiculous yeah it's not one of the better ones actually the, the worst one is in uh h2o but i mean that's just my personal opinion it they i think the mask has changed in almost every movie yeah. um you know so you you know you mentioned something about the photography grant uh and how so it looks better than halloween 4 i hadn't thought about that but i've been sitting here since you said it and i i, I think i agree uh, I mean, if I'm going to find something nice to say about the movie, aside from the the date sequence, um, 
Is it? Yeah. I mean, Halloween four. I mean, actually, we talked about Halloween four with you last year and rewatching it then. I was like, yeah, I mean, this is actually pretty good, pretty good little slasher film. I mean, it's, it's not a patch on the original, but it's, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. This one, um, is not nearly as good, but it does. I think it does look a little better. Halloween four is a little flat looking. Um, there's not, it's, it's not artful at all. It's, it's just kind of there, but the story I think is better. Um, and I was, when I was rewatching Halloween five, getting ready for this podcast, I was just shaking my head, just being reminded about this. Like, this is where like it really went wrong. And this is where it really went off the rails, like killing Rachel, you know, like they did. And, um, I know that the idea of this psychic connection between Michael and Jamie, you know, uncle and niece, that may sound good on paper, but I don't think it was realized terribly well, or it, it just didn't work for me. Um, the, the Dr. Loomis portrayal bugged me, the man in black. Um, and some of this, didn't work in hindsight. So, you know, I remember watching this for the first time and I first saw it on HBO and the ending of this movie where Michael is, you know, he's been tranquilized and he's put in a jail cell and Jamie's at the police station and they're like, Hey, he's going to be in jail for the rest of his life. It's going to be good. And then all of a sudden here comes the man in black and he literally kills everyone in the police station and takes Michael Myers and Jamie's left there all alone at the end. And, I mean, I remember looking at my friend Derek and I looking at each other at that and we're like, oh my gosh, like we could not wait for Halloween six. <laughs> and we thought it was going to be any day now because, you know, Halloween four came out in 88 and Halloween five came out in 89. We were like, all right, here we go. And then it was six years <laughs> until Halloween six came out. And the way, I mean, Halloween six, I mean, we can talk about that next year, but that, <laughs> that was just not good. The resolution for that, not good. And also, another in hindsight kind of thing was, I mean, I'm sorry, when, when I watched this movie for the first time, I'm like, oh, wow, they, they, Dr. Loomis is dead. They killed Dr. Loomis. I mean, he, he just kind of dies on top of Michael. I mean, that's how it appears. And then six years later, he's, he's back. And I think they said he had a stroke or something. That's what happened. He's, he, and I'm like, okay, I mean, sure. <laughs> and it was good to, seriously, the only, the only there were two good things about Halloween Six: Paul Rudd and Donald Pleasance. Um, so I'm glad he was. I'm glad he was in, in Halloween Six to at least, you know, keep it a little bit above water. But um, I will say I was reminded of this. So um, there's a sex scene in a barn, and they actually, you know, they're at a certain point, and then they remember to put on a condom. It is so hilarious looking back. My friend Derek and I looked at each other in that scene and we, we were very serious. We're like, that's good. That's good. Same sex. <laughs> that's good. You know, and I'm like looking back now, I'm like, that's so cute. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't have a whole lot good to say about this movie. Um, Grant, I, I appreciate Grant. Grant, you've like at least put out a, you know, a few good things. So that's good. <laughs> and I know this is a favorite yeah. franchise of yours. I enjoy this film as a Halloween movie. I don't think it's a well-made film, um, but I, I enjoy the kind of the things that we've talked about. You know, make me enjoy the film more. Like I, I watched it last <laughs> night again, and I sat there and I was talking to the TV. You know, like when when um, 
but the incidental music played around the cops, I just went, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> and then when uh, the man in black turned up, I started shouting at the screen and be like, it's going to take you six years to work out who this guy is and you still get it wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but there's one, one other scene I wanted to mention, which is the scene in the attic of the Maya, of, again, uh, the Maya's house in Halloween time, uh, when J- Jamie is in the coffin mm. And uh, she, uh, Michael Myers looks like he's about to stab her. And she says, uncle, um, and it stops him. And then she says, she points at his mask and says, let me see. Um, And he kind of takes his mask off a little bit and you see a tear rolling down Michael Myers' face. Uh, And I thought that, I remember the first time I watched that, I thought, gosh, Michael Myers has feelings. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure how well it works because I think one of the <clears throat> one of the reasons the psychic link doesn't work is that Michael isn't enough of a character. There's no point having a psychic link with Michael Myers. It's going to be a very one-dimensional kind of link. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I, you know the the tear thing. I mean, that sort of cuts against the grain of Michael Myers. Is just he's he's nothing. He's like not human. He really he's evil. And I mean, that's how Dr. Loomis views him. And, uh, I wonder if it, I wonder if it's been debatable over the years whether Dr. Loomis is correct in his evaluation of Michael or if that's just how he sees him and it's not necessarily a hundred percent objective, right? Um, but at any rate, yeah, I mean, we've sort of kind of been told Michael is just evil, evil incarnate and he doesn't have a soul and he's just, there's nothing there. So to have this scene on one hand, like, Oh, he, he, he sheds this tear and he's kind of human. It's, it's intriguing, but on the other hand, it does sort of cut against the mythos that has been developed for him. Um, so I'm not sure how I feel about that. Uh, yeah, Matt, just to say on that, I think that, that what's interesting is that I think you're completely right in how the franchise portrays him in Halloween 1, 2, and 4, mm-hmm. which is very much the Dr. Loomis, he's the personification of evil. Whereas in Halloween 5 and 6, because of the the, um, the sort of thorn um, mythos, you see, you know, they see this is the first film where you see the thorn tattoo on on, on Michael's wrist. Um, it kind of switches it to he's a, he's actually cursed, and so he does have um, some trappings of humanity. It's just that he's cursed. Now I don't think they got that right at all in the thorn, you know, kind of trilogy. But I think that's the reason for that seed in this film. That makes sense. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Okay, Grant, score time. What do you give Halloween 5? Uh, no, you guys go first. I'm going <laughs> to hear your guys go first. <laughs> Ashley. I'm going to give it a 3.5. Uh, same here. And uh, Grant. <laughs> i got to give Halloween 5 a 5. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. So that's a 4 from us. Uh, that's Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers. Uh, that concludes... Our 2023 13 Days of Halloween series. Grant, thank you for joining us for, for five of these and for making the recommendations that you did. Um, thank you all for listening. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Happy haunting. Thanks, guys. <laughs>